Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Special welcome to everyone tuning in to today's live episode of Crypto News Alerts. I am your host, JV. And in today's show, Bitcoin clings to $17,000 as ARK flags historically significant capitulation. That's right. The Bitcoin price action is suffering from FTX, but the centralized blockchains are as strong as ever, according to ARK Invest. Also in today's show, Bitcoin difficulty drops by its biggest margin since 2011. That's right. And this is amid difficult conditions for Bitcoin miners. Also in today's show, Michael Saylor on the FTX fiasco, unethical and illegal from the very beginning. That's right. Saylor calls SBF the poster child of the crypto world while breaking down his antics, which ultimately brought down the empire of FTX. Also in today's show, Strike partners with Bitnob to facilitate cross-border payments into Africa. That's right. On stage at the Afro Bitcoin conference, Strike CEO Jack Maulers announced plans to improve remittance payments into Africa thanks to the Lightning Network on Bitcoin. Also in today's show, I'm going to be sharing with you 10 bullish crypto catalysts for next year in 2023, according to crypto analyst Coin Bureau. We'll also be discussing a Christmas Bitcoin rally imminent, according to the crypto analyst who accurately predicted the May 2021 crypto crash, who is Dave the Wave. I'll be sharing his outlook along with his $350,000 Bitcoin price prediction. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. I want to welcome everyone tuning in to today's live episode, pod episode number 1125. Today is December 6, 2022, and naturally, we have lots to discuss. So let's dive right into today's market watch. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently correcting, and in the red, we got Bitcoin down a half a percent for the day, trading back under $17,000, while Ethereum is down about 1%, trading at 1250 bucks. while Binance Coin, XRP, Doge, Litecoin, Polkadot, all correcting. And in the red, and checking out CoinMarketCap.com, we can see the current market cap sitting at $851 billion, with about $36 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. And the current Bitcoin dominance is at 38.4%, with the Ether dominance at 18% percent even and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours we have our weave up three and a half percent trading at nine dollars and sixty cents followed by apecoin up 3.7 percent trading at four dollars and 12 cents followed by synthetics up three percent trading at a dollar 90 and below that 
As you can see, we have Neo, EOS, and Eunice, said Leo. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, you can see a sea of green, which is a good sign for the alts. We have AXS, which is up 34%. And somebody won't stop calling me, which is annoying. I just turned off the ringer about four times in a row. But hey, anyways, GMX is up 24%, and SNX is up 14.7%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index shows we're currently rated a 25 in Extreme Fear, yesterday a 26, which was the same as last week, and last month a 40 in Fear. And welcome once again, everyone tuning in to today's live show. We have lots to discuss, so let's dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis as the $17,000 mark is where we're currently at. Bitcoin and decentralized blockchains are as strong as ever in the wake of the FTX meltdown, according to ARK Invest in its latest edition of its monthly newsletter. The Bitcoin Monthly, the investment giant, came out firmly bullish on the king crypto. That's right. With Bitcoin price volatility ebbing into December, the industry is still reeling from ongoing FTS contagion as lawmakers only begin to get grips with the events. When it comes to Bitcoin, ARK is doubling down on its conviction and setting it firmly apart from centralized alternatives. The fall of FTX could be the most damaging event in crypto history. One of the latest reports, key takeaway states, while acknowledging that even digital currency group DCG, one of whose products, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, it recently bought, faces considerable pressure as part of the fallout. ARK delivered a key critique of what it called centralized intermediaries, quoting them here, ARK's conviction in decentralized and transparent blockchains is as strong as ever. It confirmed the FTX and other cases like Celsius and Alameda suggested decentralization and transparency are paramount as antidotes to the gross mismanagement that can be associated with centralized intermediaries, especially fraudulent ones like FTX. And as such, despite being bearish on some on-chain metrics, there was reason to keep the faith on the King Crypto, examples to bear in mind included the resilience of long-term investors, a group refusing to give in to the temptation to sell despite the recent Bitcoin price declines. That's right. We believe this data point indicates HODLers' long-term focus and high conviction despite recent events. Today, long-term HODLer supply is 72% of the Bitcoin total circulating supply as per the report. Now let's discuss a historically significant capitulation being underway. Bitcoin's realized profit slash loss ratio came for attention. This now hitting all-time lows as reported. Profit loss ratio refers to the Bitcoin transacted on chain and profit and loss loss respectively, quoting them here, Bitcoin found meaningful bottoms in every previous instance, 2011, 2015, and 2019, in which that metric reached 10%, are commented. November's realized profit loss data informs our view that a historically significant capitulation is underway. Now, Bitcoin traded around the $17,000 mark today, December 6th, into the Wall Street Open and showed still attempting to flip the level to firm support after days of indecisiveness. Now, ARK CEO Kathy Wood earlier this year doubled down on a prediction that Bitcoin would hit $1 million by 2030. Send it and let's freaking go. Case closed. What are your thoughts surrounding this bullish price prediction from ARK CEO Kathy Wood? Let me know in the comments right down below and welcome those just tuning in to today's live show. Our next story of the day is another metric which hit a 
pretty extreme low. We're talking about the Bitcoin difficulty adjustment. So let's dive right into this, which is our next story of the day. Tough market conditions continue to affect the Bitcoin ecosystem as mining difficulty drops by its biggest margin since July of 2021. A 7.32% difficulty adjustment took place December 6th at block height 766,080, marking the sharpest drop in difficulty in over a year. This coincided with a drop in average hash rate from 264 uh, exahashes per second to 245, according to data from BTC.com. The Bitcoin's mining difficulty automatically adjusts to the amount of hashing power available to the network, essentially controlling the rate at which new Bitcoin blocks are added to the chain to an average of every 10 minutes. The difficulty adjusts every 2016 blocks, meaning that this latest drop in difficulty will last the next two weeks. The adjustment can see be seen as a reprieve for Bitcoin miners that have to endure the tumultuous 2022, which has left some small and large operators with no choice but to shut up shop. Sadly enough, and as previously reported, the third quarter of this year saw increased costs to produce new Bitcoin, coinciding with dropping value of the preeminent crypto and rising energy costs, which dug further into minor profit margins in the U.S. as well as Europe, leading some operations to shut down. Now, the revenue of Bitcoin miners fell to two-year lows at the end of November, exasperated by poor crypto market performance and heavier computational demands. This eventually led to capitulation of some mining operations, which has led to a recent and drop in hash rates, which accounts for the latest difficulty adjustment. The Bitcoin mining analyst, Jaron Mullard, shared his thoughts in a Twitter thread on December 3rd, highlighting that the most recent drop in hash rate is most likely due to increasing electricity prices, quitting him here. Many miners operate close to cash flow, break even, and will be forced to turn off their machines if market conditions worsen. Unfortunately, he also argued that significant increases in hash rate up until the second quarter of next year could be expected if the price of Bitcoin rises through the end of the year. So there you have it. All I know is this. It sucks for the miners right now as many of them are closing up shop and going under. However, for those who are able to you know, plant their flag in there and overcome these hardships, I think they will profit immensely over the long haul. But right now, it, I mean, with the Bitcoin price so low, it's difficult for them to remain and sustain profitability, which is very, very unfortunate for the Bitcoin miners. How many of you are actually miners, whether it be of Bitcoin, Ethereum, or any cryptocurrency? Let me know in the comments right down below. And I guess with Ethereum, that wouldn't even be viable anymore now that they are now a proof of stake versus a proof of work. But nonetheless, let's dive to our next story of the day. I actually watched a two-hour interview late last night, like 12, 1 a.m., um, and it was Michael Saylor discussing the FTX fallout, and there were some great highlights I want to share with you. So let's dive right in to our next story of the day. Here we go. In a recent interview, Michael Saylor, the MicroStrategy executive chairman of major and major Bitcoin bull, shared his perspective on the fall of the FTX empire. Saylor said that for years, there had been low-grade boiling guerrilla war between the Bitcoin community, opposite of the crypto community, over industry practices such as what he repeatedly calls ish coinery. In Saylor's perspective, SPF was the poster child of the latter. There is something ethically broken about being able to issue your own unregistered security. Sam and most of the people in the crypto world were always guilty of the sin of ish coinery. Makes great point. He attributes such behavior to his perceptions of the crypto community's inherent problems, which are greed arrogance and foolishness. And from there, Saylor forted into what he calls a diabolical twist in the FTX story, which entailed SPF generating billions of 
Air Tokens, created out of thin air and issuing himself billion-dollar loans off of user funds. Very unfortunate, right? And while many have debunked the story of SBF and his mismanagement of funds, the community on Reddit applauded Saylor for his clear explanation of the situation, along with a straightforward comparison of Bitcoin. And one user wrote that although they don't care for Saylor otherwise, his explanation was one of the best in the entire space. I thoroughly enjoyed that interview. So if you missed it, be sure to check it out. It's really good, very insightful. And I always learn a tremendous amount listening to Michael Saylor. Now, this was not Saylor's first comment surrounding the FTX scandal. In the early days of the unraveling, he was one of the first, along with Binance CEO CZ, to urge the community to practice self-custody, sage advice, wouldn't you say? Now, the entire crypto community awaits till the December 13th hearing, which is scheduled exactly one week from today, which will investigate the collapse of of the exchange. So mark that on your calendar Tuesday of next week. And according to the committee leading the hearing, they expect Sam Bankman Freed and his associated individuals to appear in court to testify on this date. So there you have it. Do you feel Sam Bankman Freed is likely to continue to get the special treatment from the regulators? Or do you think they're going to hammer him? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below. And if you feel he'll likely to serve any jail time. And with that being shared, let's now dive into our next story of the day. This is breaking news and a big deal for those in Africa with these cross-border payments, which are now facilitated thanks to strikes. So shout out to their CEO, Jack Mahler's. The Lightning Network has struck Ghana, Kenya, and Nigeria. During a conference in Ghana, the strike CEO, Jack Mullers, announced that the Bitcoin payments company has partnered with the mobile app BitNob to facilitate payments into Africa. Let's go. Mullers made the announcement on stage at Afro Bitcoin. What an awesome name for an event in Africa, right? A Bitcoin conference in Ghana's capital city, Accra. He stood alongside Bernard Farah, a Nigerian CEO of Bitnob, following a short presentation of how it works. Now, money transfers into Africa take advantage of the Lightning Network, which is the Layer 2 payment network built atop of Bitcoin. The feature is called Send Globally, and it enable, enables instant, low-cost payments to Africa. I think this is pretty amazing innovation. Now, the feature does not require people to use Bitcoin themselves, Great to point out. BitNob CEO Bernard Para explained on stage the no transaction fee feature is currently available to Africans in Nigeria, Ghana, and Kenya. And by comparison, remittance services such as Wise take a small commission while Western Union can charge upwards of 10% for money transfers while dollar payments are instantly converted into the Naira, Sidi, or Shillings, which are the local currencies of Nigeria, Ghana, and Kenya, respectively. They are deposited directly into the recipient's bank, mobile money, or BitNob accounts. And solving cross-border payments into Africa using Bitcoin would be a major boost to local economies. In Nigeria alone, $17.2 billion was sent in remittances to the country in 2020. However, according to the World Bank, for every $200 sent in 2020, the cost the sender roughly 8.9%, which is $17.80. That equates to roughly $1.5 billion lost in fees or roughly the GDP of Samoa. Like, whoa. Now, if Nigeria were to eliminate remittance fees by using the Bitcoin payment rails, Nigerians across the country would benefit financially. And in Kenya and Ghana, the situation is analogous. Thousands of 
Ghanians and Kenyans live in the U.S. and regularly send money overseas. Crypto in Africa has surged in the recent years. Remittance is one of the many reasons why. Now, Jack Mahler's compelled, uh, compared the overall experience to PayPal's Venmo app because it's an instant peer-to-peer payment. Venmo is a mobile app that allows instant and frictionless payment between United States customers. Mahler said the Lightning Network has just achieved dollars in Naira, Naira to dollars. The advancement is currently only available to Americans sending money to those living in Ghana, Kenya, and Nigeria, English-speaking countries in Africa. Although the rollout is set to continue across Africa, well, let's freaking go. Bitcoin taking over the globe. I love to see this. I love the mass adoption as the Bitcoin game theory is in full effect. And I think many countries are likely to follow. Massive shout out to the continent of Africa. I love seeing Bitcoin dominate because they need it. Most of the people in Africa, unfortunately, are un banked. That's because they don't have, they're not qualified by the financial institutions to even own a bank. And when you have the majority of the population in these countries unbanked, it shows you the basic need case, the real need case for the king crypto. And that's why we're making a big impact globally right now. So once again, shout out to Jack Mahlers. I love what he's doing out there in Africa. Pretty cool stuff. Now let's discuss our next story of the day. I'm going to be sharing with you 10 bullish catalysts for Bitcoin and the crypto industry leading into 2023. So let's discuss some of this bullish sentiment because we all know there's too much bearish sentiment in the market right now. Now, a popular crypto analyst is analyzing what potential bullish catalysts can rip crypto out of its current bear market next year in 2023. Synonymous host of Coin Bureau, known as Guy, tells his 2 million YouTube subs that the U.S. Federal Reserve could be pausing its interest rate hikes in early 2023, which could offer some relief for crypto. Another Fed-related potential catalyst guy mentions is the possible surge in demand for stable coins if energy shortages this winter continue to drive demand for the U.S. dollar higher, quoting him here. When a country is experiencing energy issues, it must print more of its currencies to buy U.S. dollars to buy more expensive energy. As winter approaches, the demand for dollars from such countries is likely to increase. The Fed's continued rate hikes will also increase USD demand. Citizens of foreign countries could start investing into stable coins, therefore to preserve their purchasing power as a result. This would benefit smart contract cryptocurrencies. Guy also says the rollout of central bank digital currencies could indirectly benefit crypto. CBDC regulations could frighten wealthy individuals and institutions and cause them to divert some of their assets into crypto, according to analysts. You can say that again. Now, Guy argues that the fourth potential catalyst is in additional countries that may adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. The analyst notes Tonga and planning to adopt Bitcoin for the first half of next year, which could drive other small countries to follow in their footsteps. The analyst says another potential bullish catalyst is big tech's adoption of crypto, mentioning Meta's upcoming NFT integration, which he says will be extremely bullish for smart contract platforms. The sixth bullish potential catalyst in Europe's upcoming crypto regulations as well as crypto regulations that will be in response to FTX implosion, according to the analyst. Guy says regulations will make institutions more comfortable investing into crypto. The next possible catalyst is if Ripple wins its legal battle against the US SEC. If the SEC wins, it can set a problematic legal precedent, allowing the regulator to crack down on altcoins of all kinds. According to Guy, as he shares here, a victory against the SEC by Ripple is the best protection against this out come for better, for worse. Other potential bullish catalysts for next year include the prospect that the World Health Organization announces an official end to the pandemic. I doubt it. And the possibility of the end of the Russia war against Ukraine. 
I doubt it. And the likelihood of crypto legalization in Hong Kong and Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, well, I hope so. And to watch this video that he did entitled Crypto Market Catalyst in 2023, top 10 list, check the show notes below the video in the description. And what are your thoughts surrounding those 10 bullish catalysts? And are there any catalysts I'm missing out on that I did not mention that you feel is bullish for crypto? Obviously, 2024, with the halving being around the corner, once we're in 2023, I think uh, the price action will start to pick up as we get closer to 2024. But let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. We're going to be discussing a Bitcoin rally for Christmas. That's right. Christmas just around the corner, just three weeks away. So let's break this down, shall we? Check it out. Here we go. Crypto analysts who correctly called Bitcoin's collapse last year is predicting a Santa Claus rally <laughs> for the king crypto. Wouldn't that be uh, pleasant? Uh, the synonymous analyst Dave DeWave tells his 131,000 Twitter followers that Bitcoin looks poised to take out horizontal resistance of an ascending triangle. And quoting him here, Bitcoin Xmas rally on the cards. Let's freaking go. And at this time, Bitcoin's trading at roughly 17,000, suggesting a potential rise of over 11% should Bitcoin hit the analyst target of 19,000. So looking at Bitcoin from a higher time frame, Dave DeWave says Bitcoin is presenting an optimal opportunity for the long-term bulls based on his logarithmic growth curve model, better known as the LGC, quitting him here, looked at soberly without the previous great expectation and without the aftermath of great disappointment. Current prices are both Bitcoin normal and optimal for those interested in risk and reward. Now, the LGC model is the analyst's attempt to predict the cycle highs and lows of Bitcoin amid changing macroeconomic conditions. Dave DeWave repeatedly said Bitcoin is currently at the buy zone of the model, despite the extreme bearish sentiment amongst market participants and fellow crypto analyst Credible Crypto also believes that Bitcoin is gearing up for a bullish continuation. The analyst tells his 336,000 Twitter followers that Bitcoin will likely rally towards his target of 19,000, quoting him here, no change to my expectations, still looking for $19,000. Bitcoin has formed a nice tight consolidation here after a clean impulse on the lower time frame may dip into $16,000 first to take out these built up lows, but still expecting continuation up after regardless. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with these analysts that we're likely to see a $19,000 Bitcoin price around Christmas in the coming weeks. Let me know yay or nay in the comments below. And speaking of this analyst, he also recently predicted 350000 for the king crypto in an epic rally. But obviously, this is not going to be in 2023. But here's what he has to share. Synonymous analyst Dave DeWave, he shares that Bitcoin could ascend to $350,000 per coin by December 2027, which is ultimately five years from today, based on his LGC model, as he recently tweeted here, though 350,000 might be, this was in response to a recent Bloomberg analyst uh, saying that, or actually it was uh, not Bloomberg, it was Novogratz pulling back his half a million dollar Bitcoin price prediction. And Dave DeWave responded, say, we might not hit a half a million at this time in five years, but we can hit 350,000, which was outlined here in this chart. So let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. And where do you feel the Bitcoin price low is likely to be for this year? I think the current low is 15,500. Do you think for December we're likely to rise or hit a lower low, um, basically exceeding the current low of 15,500 and going below that? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Also like to point out that Credible Crypto, another analyst we were recently discussing, is also 
also bullish for next year. He has been calling for a hundred to $150,000 Bitcoin price sometime in 2023, which would be optimistic to say the least. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.